don't look those gift horses in the mouth, but I guess you don't get that saying until right. someone gifts you a giant horse. Yeah, was it like, yeah, if it were me, I just would have been like, let's leave it out for like a couple days before we take it inside. We got to make sure if there's like fleas on it, you know, they they don't come inside. We got to air it out. No, but they just took it right in. They're like, okay, geez, fine. Brilliant move, though. You can only do it once, though, right? They kind of ruined it. it for everybody else doing it. Everyone I mean, else do, is going to be like, I mean, do people start it. doing other animals, though? Like, yeah. here's a wooden tortoise. Right. And then people are like, wow, look, it seems like the same gimmick, but it is a tortoise. And they're slow. So yeah, I do love turtles. How many dudes could you actually fit in a tortoise? Hmm. It seems mm. like there's only maybe five we could probably handle them. And then, guess what? We got a cool tortoise left over. <laughs> Afterwards. But then when they come out of the tortoise, they'll break it. And they're like, ah, oh, they broke the tortoise. Yeah, come em. on, guys. Come on, man. That's the whole reason why we let you in. We knew you were in there, but it was pretty cool. I like however you, you kind of painted the shell a little green. It was nice. Yeah. It was, it was nice. And then, like, that attack fails. So they're just like, listen, we felt bad. We got you another tortoise. But there's not guys in it this time, we swear. It's <laughs> just no. how much you liked it. I swear there's not guys in here, though. But also, unrelated, don't stab it with a spear at all. <laughs> but also, there's not guys in there. So anyway, here's a tortoise. Happy birthday. Whoop. Let's go. go you know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer, stay lit. So if you're ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Soccer. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Pop Saga, the pop culture podcast by two friends who love to gab about various hulks. Today, we're talking about our first impressions of season one, hopefully, episode one of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I, of course, am a Forrest, and I am joined as always by John, who just admitted to me his favorite Hulk-type movie is The Amazing Bulk from 2012. John, are you ready to Hulk smash? Yes. Oh, good. I love your energy. Thanks for bringing it up, buddy. <laughs> I'm Hulk Hogan, the greatest wrestler of all time. Get out of here, Hulk. This is not about you. No one likes this is about She-Hulk. Your lazy-ass leg drop. Get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> he picked like the one move I would pick if I was a pro wrestler. The Just leg like, drop? Or yeah, the what do I gotta line? do? Oh, the clothesline for sure. I'm clotheslining every day of the week. Left and right, yeah. yeah and the leg drop too, because I just gotta put it up. I just gotta put it up and I just gotta kind of fall over. <laughs> yeah, but the minute fall. I pull a hammy, I'm not doing that move anymore. It's just clotheslines. And, and then you're gonna have to get back up and I'm gonna clothesline you again. Yeah, see, now I'm the Hulk. I'm Hulk Hogan, oh, get the out of here. Jesus. Of all time. God, man, always trying to push in here, pushing his agendas. Yep. He's all, yeah, he's always talking about wrestling. Well, you the remember he left the WWF and then went over to the WCW and started the that. New World Order, what everyone's complaining about on the internet? 
He started yeah. that, and everyone's yeah. just like, I love Hulk Hogan. He's great. He had like that shoe, the shoe shine, uh, shoe polish, uh, like beard. Remember mm-hmm. that thing? Oh, that, that thing was, was straight ridiculous. Kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shoes, the leather polish. Straight Kiwi. <laughs> Listen to me, brother. My, my five o'clock shadow is sponsored by Kiwi. <laughs> if you need a quality shoe shine, get Kiwi, brother. Yeah. What if you need to be a bad version of yourself? You also get the Kiwi shoe polish and put it on just like a five o'clock shadow, but it's like a 15 o'clock shadow. <laughs> it's so bad. Everyone knows it's fake. Everyone knows it's fake, <laughs> but you're going to look shiny. Listen, yeah, brother. Sting. Listen, Sting, give me some of that black paint. <laughs> I got an idea. Uh, I don't really have a Sting because he doesn't. He he never had a voice, even he when he talked. Yeah. He, well, when he talked, he was just like a surfer dude. Anyway, it's just yep. surfer dude eventually it's looking me, like the crow. <laughs> it's like okay, whoa. I thought there was a bit of mystique before, but now that is all gone away. Hey, bro, I'm going to put you in the Scorpion Deathlock. And you're like, whoa, that, the curtains don't match the drapes, if yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the drapes are, the drapes are Southern California, but the curtains are the crow? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-mm-mm. Can he always be hiding up in the rafters too? That was always the thing. Where's Sting at? You'd see the opening shot of the arena. You just be trying to spot Sting. Where's he up there? It's like, find Waldo. Where's Waldo? But then, like, sometimes I just thought he was up there because he was too cheap to buy seats. <laughs> so he's buying seats. Do you think all the wrestlers buy seats? So when they're not wrestling, they go up into the crowd. They're like, oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> Hey, brother, you want to slip to him? Yeah. I love the sport. You know, some people call sports entertainment. We call it wrestling. Anyway, you want a bump? (laughs) You want to hear my questionable comments about certain people? (laughs) You don't. I've got some opinions, man. (laughs) And they're terrible. Remember that movie I was in, No Holds Barred? Uh Yeah. (laughs) You don't? I don't blame you. I haven't seen it either. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I uh, found out the other day? That, mm. that uh, there was like a mini, I watched a mini documentary about Mick Foley about how he, or I guess I should say a clip from a documentary about Nick, uh, Mick Foley, who he is like an official Santa Claus ambassador. Like he is like a certified can play Santa in like official events. And, like, he talks wow. about, like, how he, he one day he decided that he was going to do Santa. Like, you know, it was, like, in between wrestling gigs and he needed some more work. So he was, like, he became Santa and it was, like, the happiest he's ever been. It was the sweetest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That's that's cool. I wonder if he, cut, like, if it's, like, a card-carrying thing. Maybe he can get a badge. Yeah, he has some sort of paperwork that is like oh, that good, actually good. has his name on it and everything. And I've seen him like they had a picture of him with his whole family like looking like Santa, and he it's like, he's a good Santa, but also just like what a friggin' sweetheart. That's yeah, nice of him. I just <laughs> don't want him like 
you know, I wonder where he keeps his candy canes because you know, as mankind, he kept that his uh, the sock puppet that he'd wear. Socko? In his You're socko. talking about Socko? How he would take it out of his crotch and then shove yeah. it in people's mouths yeah. during his finishing move? Yeah, that's yeah. not exactly a Santa thing. I guess no. the the weirdest thing is like what, he always brings a cage to all of his Santa engagements and he crushes up a bunch of candy cane. And then, oh. pile, and then the Undertaker <laughs> smashes him through the cage. The, through the cage, right? <laughs> Wasn't supposed to happen. You know, people say wrestling might be fake, but anyone willing to take a crotch sock in the mouth for, you know, 10,000 people, it's pretty real to me. That's real to me. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's not just the positioning, but, man, the, 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 the funk that that sock must work up during a match. Yeah, uh, like, I don't imagine, like, you could shower right before, but you're just going to be generating a stank. Oh, it's going to get yeah. funky. Yeah. yeah, and they always made it look filthy, too. So your mind's going to be doing all sorts of, stuff, you know, uh, backflips and stuff trying to justify why this is the worst thing you ever have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <sighs> but I loved Mankind when I was uh, when I was a youth watching the Attitude Era of wrestling, and when that Sokka would come out, you'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Now someone's going to get Sokka'd. The match is over, and Mankind has won. Someone's getting a tube sock in the mouth. Or, you know, then he was like Dude Love, too, I think. Yep, or and Cactus Jack, I think, at some point. Yeah. A multitude of roles. And now it's, yeah, I'm just and finding out he was a Santa Claus, too? That's crazy. He's the role of a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, his, greatest, uh, his greatest joy is being Santa Claus. That's great, though, right? Because, I don't know, if you've, you, as an adult, I'm sure you've went to the mall and you've seen a person being Santa, and maybe they're, you could just tell they're just having a terrible time. And you're just like, uh, oh man, that sucks, you know. Like, but I would love to know that whatever mall Santa I see is just having, just like this is the best time of year for them. I think that would be that is heartening. That's something. That's a feel good story that I I definitely need more of. Yeah, hold on to that. Don't yep. don't let it get corrupted. Yep, exactly. It's so sweet. Uh, Four out of five mall Santas hate the kids they visit. Yep. visit them you know oh come on man like doctors do hate this mall santa because of this one trick <laughs> <laughs> the secret is bananas weirdly i only do it for the candy canes oh shit you're like a real badass santa that's cool yeah i crush them up and i snort them what uh, oh what? okay well hey i got diabetes what what? You gotta get your sugar rush some. Yeah, see, if I take it through my nostril, then my penis won't get it. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm thinking four-dimensional chess over here. That's right. So, uh, John, do you have any podcast fuel tonight to talk about a little bit about She-Hulk? I do. Um, I've been lazy. I haven't gone to the store in weeks. Um. Um. So I am drinking uh, Tom Collins in a, oh, in nice. a can. I also have a pre-mixed cocktail, because I was feeling a little bit lazy. Uh, I've got On the Rocks premium cocktails. Have you seen those? They look like little potion bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I saw this at the store, and I saw all I saw was pineapple margarita, and I picked it up, and I put it in the old... You uh, messed up. Yeah, because I didn't read the whole title, and uh -huh. the whole title is Jalapeno Pineapple mar Margarita. So 
Gotcha. We're about to we're about to see how bad this is. Yep. Nice little cork sound for you there. I'm gonna get you the whole the full ASMR experience yep, yep, I'm here. Listening. Sounds like you're doing a bong hit. Oh, I, I don't know what that is. All right, he's pouring the bong. Sounds pretty good. Sounds like he has ice, so we know he has money. <laughs> hey, that's all the apartment complex. That's they have. Uh... Oh, I got it on my keyboard. My sweet mechanical <laughs> keyboard. No. <laughs> oh Jesus! The jalapeno is everywhere. All right, yeah. here we go. Ooh, okay. Already, let's let me just tell you about this bouquet. Please do. Oh, it's so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it smells like you know when you accidentally leave the like a bunch of fruit in the vegetable crisper for too long, and you open that up, and you just get a whiff of just like decay. That's yeah, yeah. What, oh my god, it has like a vegetable quality to it. John, this is gonna be bad. Oh, yeah, do geez. it, do okay, it. Here we go. Too late now. You gotta go. I Come got, on. I got ice. I got a salted rim. It's. I'm giving it every single chance to be decent. Here we go. Wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. First impression. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But it smells terrible. It smells terrible. If, if you're playing on all five senses and trying to appeal to all of them, uh, F. You're, you fail. You're, the, the scent is so foul that I can't imagine anyone sort of like getting that initial whiff and being appetized. There's a little bit of heat at the back of the throat, uh, but not a lot. The... It's totally drinkable, but there is like a Clorox nope. aspect. Nope. That <laughs> to is the flavor. wrong. That's wrong. Mm. Like Clorox smells or what you imagine Clorox would taste like? No, like the orange Clorox wipes. Oh, the, how that the, smells. Yeah, yeah okay. it tastes like yeah. that. Yeah, it's not good. That's not good. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, it is a. Oh, it's, it's already fucking <laughs> thrown up. Yeah. No. Okay, it's a, a sweet it... and spicy margarita crafted with tres generaciones Tres generaciones. Yep, yep, yep. That's... General general tequila. The yeah, three generations tequila, and then it just says with triple sec. It doesn't say the brand of that. They're just no. like that must be what I'm tasting. I'm tasting uh, Clorox brand triple sec. Oh, well, it's a quality blend. Oh, yeah. God damn it, my keyboard! <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be all sticky. Yeah, well, uh, you better better get those yeah. Gatoron switches out of there and uh, hot swap I'm... them. Well, guess what? Now they're Gatorade switches. <laughs> I can just tell this is heartburn, and this is going to be terrible. And it's going to be terrible for my voice on the podcast. So congratulations, Perfect. everybody out there. <clears throat> well, I'll do yeah. double duty if I need to. Okay. Yeah. Terrific. I've been working on my forest impersonation. Okay. <laughs> Let's yeah. hit me with it. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm forced. Oh, God, that's so... Jeez, well, just make a soundboard with that, because I have uh, officially been replaced on the show. That's right. You've been replaced. You know what? Actually, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. This sounds weirdly like your McGruff impression. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 
It'll be me looking at you. <laughs> Whatever it is he said. Oh, it's so good, though. Everybody's so good, talking like, about this crime dog. <laughs> good old crime dog. That's right. Everyone's talking about that this crime dog. Uh, one of those this that you can get one of those shirts for yourself in the Pop Saga merch store. It's on our Pico link. Uh, just just telling you, no one has asked that take that. No one has asked us to take that one down yet. So yeah, no. we've had several things copyright striked, but. No, the McGruff people aren't out there. <laughs> they're letting crime run rampant. I think that's what yeah. it's really telling us. They're, yeah, they're like, uh, well, this is good for me. This is good publicity, really. Yeah, I'll tell no you one's know. talking about McGruff. <laughs> Still not. Like, There's not even like a hip new version of McGruff that I've seen. Ever since I said Blue Lives Matter, <laughs> no one will talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Who knew that about McGruff? I guess you could. I guess you could. Yeah, I would have uh, just assumed. Yeah. You just would have assumed. You yeah. know, he is. A, he is a damn crime dog. Yep. Exactly. So, no yeah. shoes I still mean, though. Nope. Yep. No. But yeah, he's always getting kicked out of places. No shoes. No service. That means you, McGruff. Put on but, some <laughs> one of those stupid toe sandals. You know the ones. Yeah, the ones the, the vibrams. Get them vibrams going. Mm-hmm. Those ones that make you think like you're a ninja, but you can't pick up anything because you can't move your toes in them. But people can oh, step yeah. on your toes. Yeah, there. There you go. <laughs> I had a pair. I had a pair. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. I don't know. What do you think about those toe shoes? Well, I mean, I had a pair. They were comfortable, but you felt everything. And, and it was sometimes... every individual toe was that yeah, yeah. like had a little had a little sleeve for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had Is to it... get special socks for it too. I mean, you could wear them barefoot, but don't. Dude, because special like, socks that already is like that's an apple level of like proprietary technology that i just can't get on board for yeah and it also it's kind of like batman's armor from the dark knight um like if you were to step on something sharp if there was a gap kind of where you're at it's going right through that shoe oh that does not sound good <laughs> yeah no like you felt everything like it, it, you thought you were cool but you kind of had like just Fred Flintstone feet, because that's what I'm we not do. wearing hockey pads except on my feet. Oh my god! Did I just step in dog poo? I think I did. Is that a sharp rock? Why did I decide? Why did Lucius give me these? Yeah, yeah I mean, like after a while, it was funny because they're like they're supposed to build up your feet, make them strong and tough, and you know, like they used to be in the caveman days when we used to walk everywhere. But you'd wear them for like. 20, 30 minutes, you're like, I'm tired. I need I need tennis shoes. I need something with cushion. I, I'm not built this way. Why are people trying to sell sell things that happened in the caveman days as something that we should aspire to? Mm-hmm. I think the whole the whole reason uh you know the evolution is what it is, is we have like evolved past that point in our history, right? We don't want to go <laughs> back, right? We got the paleo diet. Uh, eat leaf and meat. Real lean, just like ancestors. I don't know. I think. I guess um, if I'm I around mean, today, some of my lineage must have been tough at one point. <laughs> yeah, they're just getting weaker now. Yeah, I guess uh, 
you know, I'm hoping that nobody from that past is traveling forward to the future and just like, let's Ogsy, what has become of Og's line? Og! Oh my Og! We have no concept of God, that's why. Oh my Og! What is this? What is this lump? What is this flesh lump? What has become of my species? <laughs> he just yeah. runs into his future and his, his <clears throat> current ancestors. Like, oh my God. Or, oh he my just... God. Oh my Og. <laughs> or, oh my Og. <laughs> I once saw a show about, uh, they were like talking about the death rituals of the, you know, prehistoric people. And since they had no, you know, as far as they understand, they had no concept of religion, they would just like, someone would die and they would just leave them there. <laughs> just be like, just be like there was this whole scene, like reenactment with a bunch of, with a bunch of like prehistoric people being like, hmm, that's crazy. Hey, Tom's not waking up. I guess we should just go. All right. Come find us, Tom, if you wake up eventually. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it was very accurate. I saw it on the Discovery Channel. And as we know, the person who ran the Discovery Channel is very smart and makes all sorts of good choices. That's Here's right. to you, WBCO. Thanks, guys. I super uh, appreciate it. <laughs> Don't worry, I've made great decisions. You like Urkel? Well, we're taking that away from you. Yeah, before we get into She-Hulk, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on. Lots of, like, every, it seems like every time we're not talking about it, Something's big happening. monumental moves are happening in the pulp cult, uh, pop culture scene. Yep. Like, for instance, somebody finally found Ezra Miller when they're out there doing whatever they're doing and uh, tracked them down and said, hey... Uh, you need to say something because we need to release this Flash movie like it's going out of style. <laughs> and uh, that making light of it a little bit, but uh, I do hope that they are sincere and they they uh, they're getting the help they need. Cause, I mean, uh, we we said it before. We hope that they get the help they need, <laughs> and it Just... seems like they are. So good, good yep. for them. Yep, we'll see how long that help lasts. Just awesome. don't do anything crappy to other people. You know what I mean? Like, it's like once you start, you know, scaring other people and breaking into their bedrooms at night and threatening to kill them. Yeah, that's, that's a, a problem. Yeah, that's a you bit of a line. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, like you should yeah, take a couple steps back. Maybe don't. Maybe yeah. don't, though. That seems like a good plan. Yeah, maybe, like, I mean, if you're outside of their house, just stop and go back to your home or wherever yeah. you're staying. When you're about to burst into the couple that is renting you a room's uh, bedroom, maybe mm -hmm. think to yourself, would I like it if someone did this to me? <laughs> is this, like, something fun? If, would this be fun if this happened to me? Uh, and if the answer is no, maybe don't do it. Solid advice. Yeah, maybe just yeah. Can reconsider. Yeah, you are Solid in Hawaii advice. after all. Go get a tiki drink. You're rich. You're, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure their 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 drinks are delicious. Oh yeah, I mean they are. Yeah, they, they have absolutely to be. are. They um they've got little umbrellas in them. I mean, come mm -hmm. on, you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna have a good time. Yeah, it'll be a little touristy, you know. But well, you're in Hawaii for gosh sakes. Have Enjoy your fun. time. Exactly. Let your hair down. That's yeah. exactly yeah. So anyway, well, that basically assures that we will be seeing the Flash. So there you go. 
Michael Keaton, if they haven't reshot and replaced him in that movie, will finally get to don the old rubber monstrosity and shamble out there as ne- no neck moving Batman. <laughs> Good for him. Yep. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I would, I would love to see Michael Keaton back in the suit. And guess what? I, w- I was really looking forward to seeing it in Batgirl. WB. I could have got two doses along with Brendan Frazier as the disgruntled firefighter uh, turn supervillain uh, Firefly. I saw a little, you know, all the people were releasing, all the stunt people and stuff were releasing. Yeah, like, at this point, why not, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and why wouldn't, yeah, exactly. It's not coming out, so who cares? But uh, it looked pretty cool. Brendan Fraser on the back of a fire truck shooting flames all over town. Great. It's what we need. It's what I we need love sometimes. To see it. Yeah, I would have. Loved- I don't know why his firefighting buddies are aiding and abetting his uh, his murderous rampage, but it's Gotham, right? So you know, anything goes. Yeah, I mean, fire's pretty. I guess that's all you need. Oh wow! I think we're fe- like finding out something new about you. What? No, never mind. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Drop it! Drop it! I'm not yeah. under invest. I'm not under investigation in connection with a series of uh, Rite Aid fires. <laughs> shit, yep, shit, currently, <laughs> currently, don't, don't want to hear about it. Yeah, please can't stop. comment. Yeah, please pointing that. Uh, stop pointing that microphone in my direction. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, fun stuff. But uh, uh, that's not all. You just but right before this is hot off the presses of course it is it is uh august 22nd at 7 ish p.m in the evening uh and, uh, on the pacific time zone and we mm-hmm. just learned some horrifying news number one the batman cartoon that was being developed uh by i think bruce, bruce tim, tim and with, jj right. abrams and matt reeves and involved. ed brubaker all serving as eps it would have been uh, incredible Canceled, yep. of course, because they just can't make stop making great decisions over there. But that's not even the most heartbreaking news. Yeah. And I guess it's called, what was that one called? The Dark Knight? Uh, it's called Batman Caped Crusader. Batman Caped, what a great name. And I loved like the old style design they had. That piece of art they put out looked so good. I was, no joke, really looking forward to it. It even kind of references the art from Batman the Animated Series. Uh, one of the things I was looking forward to the most. So now, like, it's personal, WBCO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's not even the worst news, John. Hit hit us with the absolute heartbreak of the GD century. Yeah, I mean, look, lost Batman, lost a couple new Looney Tunes things, but who cares about that? We're missing out on the animated music holiday special that I'm sure would like. Destroy all the Rankin Bass stuff. Like, Heath Miser, get out of here. When you have the, did I do that to the holidays? A Steve Urkel story? Listen. <sighs> yeah, I, it might sound like I'm being sarcastic. But if that had come out, that would have been my yearly tradition at the holidays. 100%. 100%. Because I can't tell you, number one, Jaleel White is a great voice actor. Mm-hmm. He did Sonic for a long time, and people didn't even realize. I don't he know was how. Sonic, 
Yeah, like, <laughs> it was basically yeah, right. It was it was just kick out of his voice, but still, he was Sonic forever. He's got a great voice. I would kill for. I would kill to have Urkel back. Come on. This was literally going to be his second time back as the character since Family Manders ended in 1998. We Come have been Urkelist for 24 years. Come on, WB. Come on, man. They, uh, they, the guy who in, who was the executive or the creator of Infinity Train, which is one of those animated programs that is super beloved but was never really fully appreciated in its time, uh, he came out and finally said what we were all thinking. This is dumb. <laughs> what they're doing yep. is dumb and rude. And he was basically like, you know, creators are mad, agents are mad, everyone's mad at what they're doing. And it's like, uh, how do you think they're going to recover? I heard this is all totally gossip. There's nothing to back this well, up. Well, that's what we do. Gossip. But away. I heard that uh, they offered, um, uh, her name is escaping me. What was the actor who was going to play Batgirl? Leslie Grace? I believe you are correct. Okay. Leslie Grace. Uh, they offered her another like opportunity to come back as Batgirl, and she was like, "No, nah, I'm good." He's <laughs> like, "No thanks," and I don't know if that's true or not, but I hope it's true because yes, if they, if I were her, and they had, and I had spent all that time making a movie, and they were like, "It's great, we're gonna release it on HBO Max. It's gonna be fantastic. Michael Keaton's in it, Brendan Fraser's in it. Everyone's having a good time." Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and then they were like, "Nah, tax reasons. Goodbye. <laughs> it's not because of your performance, though. Oh, we swear, it's not your performance." I would be like, if they came back to me with like, "Hey, listen, how? What would you say? We're gonna be reshooting an end credit scene for Aquaman." you could suit up as Batgirl. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> for real. I'll do something else. I want so badly for Marvel to hire her and put her in something awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, something comparable. Give us a, a, a Mockingbird or, you know, give her whatever role at this point because that's ridiculous to be like, yeah, let's throw you this thing because we think we're repairing this image. Yeah, I, make, her a, make her an X-Man. Make her Jubilee or someone cooler. Uh, I guess Dazzler. Like, if yeah. you want someone cooler than Jubilee, which is hard to do, then it's Dazzler. Yeah, well, there you go. Jubilee or Dazzler, bring her in. Have her be a core member of the X-Men when you do the MCU version of the X-Men. And then have the WWB. They can just, like, but what about Joker 2 Full and Well? Whatever it's <laughs> whatever. whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, fool me twice, I guess. That's that's what that is. No, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's like every day, It's that is what's coming out of there in a world of where you're just like, don't you, like, with your streaming services, want the content? Like, don't you need the content? Yeah, why are they taking so many things off of HBO Max? Why would you do that? They're just like, does does this guy have a vendetta against, like, streaming in general? Hey, buddy, you're fighting against the tide. Things are going to streaming. That's This is not just a flash in the pan. Well, if it's not 90-day fiancé, then I don't care. (laughs) It's just like... It's like, well, that's just, how much does it cost to keep Sesame Street on your s- streaming service? 
that like cutting it is gonna save the company. You're just like cut Sesame Street, cancel Elmo's talk show. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is running this company? Just like a complete, just it's like. The it's like comical villain who is running this company, just like Scrooge. No, they don't get Sesame Street. Take two hundred episodes off, episode, right? Remove you throw in the trash. Yeah, I'm a grumpy old man. Say <laughs> we're gonna get people to come over and watch us. We got a show called House Flipper Hoarders. We flip houses that were people were hoarders, and we highlight diseases in a comical way, where people <laughs> should get some real help. But it's instead, we just kind of make fun of it, and we flip we're gonna it. We're going to make fun of mental illness, and then fire a bunch of people. Yay! Yeah, I mean, look, all I'm going to say about this guy is, yes, you did do that, and you did it terribly. Yeah. Just like... Know. Let us have our fun shit. That's the thing. People give Netflix a lot of shit, but like I am so grateful that they ca- they had a, just a period where they were making just the craziest bullshit. Anyone could come to them with an idea. They were like, "Make this," and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, look. Sometimes you just you know, like it's like making spaghetti. You make the pasta. You gotta throw see what sticks. So you never know what's going to highlight somebody's wheel, right? Like they took, look, I'm sure they even took a chance on Sandman and that blew up for them. And now because it's a Warner Brothers run production, we don't even know if we'll get another season of Sandman. Yeah. Take that somewhere else. If you don't like Neil Gaiman, you have a friggin' certified bona fide hit on your hands. I think anyone who's read the comics could have told you that before, but. Man, is that show friggin' good. That was appointment television for uh, the the, uh, the household around here, around these parts. Yeah, well, we were waiting to talk about the show we're talking about. I was like, well, gotta watch this in, man. Let's see what goes on. And you know what? John enjoyed himself yeah. immensely. But now I'm just worried because the first thing I saw on that was Warner Brothers. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what? No joke. But every time I see that logo, too, I'm just like, well, how long is this show going to last? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's well, now it's turned from a like a fun shield into a tombstone. Yeah, like you're not sure exactly what's going to happen. If if, if this is going to be your last time with it, or at least maybe we'll get a few years. I mean, look at what happened with the MCU shows that were on Netflix. There was a minute where we were like, well, you're not making more Daredevils, and you're mm-hmm. not making more Jessica Jones. And then all of a sudden you hear that they were taking them away. You're like, oh, well, how do I watch them now? Are, is yeah. this it? Like, do Netflix sell DVDs? Like, can I buy this real quickly? I don't know well this. I don't actually know their <laughs> business model. I thought I did. And all of a sudden, you know, Disney was like, yeah, we'll put them on this Disney Plus. It's more content we didn't have to pay for that we get to now, you know, throw on a hard drive and people can stream it, you know, worldwide. So, you know, at least we know they have a safe home there. With this, I'm just like, oh, man, is Sandman going to end up right next to the History Channel in between the Cooking Network? Or is it just going to go away completely? Like, I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point about Disney Plus as well, because, like, they still, it's kind of heartening to see them still taking chances and still coming out with, like, weird alternative programming you never thought you would see. 
And I think that actually kind of dovetails nicely in today's topic because we got, uh, not only did we get the first episode of a brand new She-Hulk, Seashells, Seashells, Seashells by the Seashells, no, She-Hulk show, Mm -hmm. we also kind of got like a fast forward Hulk sequel because... I don't know if you all who are listening out there remember, but the Bruce, our Bruce Banner, uh, Mark Ruffalo Bruce Banner, has never had a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Officially, the first standalone appearance of the Hulk is played by Edward Norton, uh, and it's never had a follow-up officially in the MCU. Which is weird. It's like- weird, right? Because now, like... We've seen from pre- previews that Abomination is also going to be on the show, mm-hmm. and that he is from the Edward Norton Hulk movie, and so they're further cementing that as part of the canon, but it feels so outside of the canon. We've never seen Jennifer... T- uh, we've never seen... Uh, um, uh, oh my what God. is Jennifer her last Connelly. name? Jennifer Connelly? I was like, Tilly, Garner, what is this? What is this <laughs> it's a Jennifer. It's a Lopez. No. Uh, no. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. But not Jennifer like a, not a mention of Betty, nothing like that. Yeah, nothing, Mark Ruffalo's nothing. character is not mentioned to her once. Yeah, like it's just. That's weird. And we just, had Thunderbolt Ross and all sorts of stuff. I mean, shit, you got everything from that movie except Ruffalo. I'm really surprised they just did not go back and just edit him in. <clears throat> yeah, I heard. Maybe be a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, why, why not? Why? Yeah, at this point. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe it's a rights thing. Maybe there's some complicated legal crap around it, but we've never gotten like a, another Hulk standalone movie until now. Kind of, we're kind of getting a follow up. We're we're checking in on the Hulk. We're seeing what he's doing. We're we're learning more about his backstory than I feel we've ever <laughs> gotten in any other medium. Yeah, he's usually kind of like relegated to side character status, even though you know the Hulk is certainly one of the foundational characters of all of Marvel comicdom, current Marvel comicdom. Like he's totally, he's, you know, outside of. Most love you ask any kid, they love Spider Man, they love the Hulk. Doesn't doesn't yeah. matter who when some point, sometime the kids get introduced to the Hulk and they go Smash and they just start ripping up your house. They love the Hulk. <laughs> Don't mention the Hulk if you have kids over is what I'm saying. Yeah, but my nephew loves the Hulk. I have to keep buying him bigger Hulk toys, you know? I and love the Hulk. When I, I was do growing too. up, I love I love the Hulk in the, the the TV show with Lou Ferrigno in it. Oh, it's so dope. So Love good. Love that show. Yeah. Hey, and that show, before Marvel, where it's doing all their crossover stuff, that show, they had a TV movie that had Thor in it. Yeah. They also had but one he, that had... He the... couldn't look like Thor. <laughs> he looked no. like a real weird Thor. <laughs> he looked like the Thor you'd see at the Renaissance Fair. But he had like something that this Thor doesn't have, which is like... I don't know if people even remember... But the Thor, uh, but Thor used to have an alter ego. Yeah, that's he true. He used to have a guy he tr- transformed into, you know, a weaker blonde guy. 
<laughs> would, who like you That's know had true. a stick and he would be like this is a, this is a little disguise mohinier that's true that's true he used to like a doctor what jonathan blake or something like that I'm yeah and he would slam so. the stick in the ground and it was like i'm now really ripped you know kind of yeah. like the transformation you got between um Jane Foster and Thor and maybe the latest movie if you Well there you go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so it you get some of that, but that's that's uh that used to be Thor's thing. He used to he basically was Donald I Blake. mean Donald Blake, there you go. And he would uh it, he would Shazam himself into being Thor. And maybe that's why they don't do that anymore. Yeah, it was probably it. He's just like, Oh Lightning hurts. He probably used to yell <laughs> Zippity zap! <laughs> oh yeah! I love to ride the lightning. You can't say that, Metallica says. What? Uh, oh. They're very litigious. Have you seen Lars? <laughs> he looks like he's from Jotunheim. If I've ever seen a frost giant spawn, <laughs> he wasn't the same after he got burned by that pyrotechnic. <laughs> That's the singer, but that's okay. Whoops! <laughs> Let's just pretend like they all got burned. Well, yeah. Some really others metaphorically. Oh right, yeah, Lars. Yeah, he's the drummer, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the one. It was just like Napster's bad, and I'm evil villain. What? They beca- they kind of became an evil villain a little bit. It was weird. It was weird because like they were very like sort of counterculture. And uh, and then they, then they were the man all of a sudden. Yeah, my favorite picture of them is like with all their hair cut short, shopping like on Rodeo Drive, right? And everyone's just like, do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm buying Gucci, buying Gucci. Yes, yeah, yeah. I need my sandals, but wear socks in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, good times, good times, Metallica. Don't sue us. Don't come after us, man. Lars, you got enough money. We don't got nothing. I can't yeah. even afford a house. I've been house shopping recently. It's the oh. most depressing thing ever. Yeah, I got a little bit of money saved up. I went around house shopping, and I was like, this is what I can afford. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the realtor's like, well, the thing is, the cockroaches kind of keep to themselves, and they have formed their own little community. You don't bug oh. them, and they won't bug you. And the rats as well. Just don't invade their territory, which is the kitchen and the bathroom. It makes it a little fun, but lots of potential. Bring your tool belt and your imagination. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And your cockroach and rat club. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's the only thing you can do is laugh at how sad it is. You gotta gotta laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially up here because i'm looking through the price history and, and like not but like 2015 these things were going for like ninety eight thousand, and now it's like a three hundred and eighty thousand. and they're like by the way the person next to you has died and they just left them 
And they just closed. They locked up the apartment. And so there is a bit of a smell and a fly problem. But look at the view. You can see. If you look behind, there's a small. Behind the stink lines and the flies, you can see a beautiful picturesque. If if you wave your hands very fast and the flies clear for a moment, you see a beautiful view of Mount Rainier storage. Yes, right next to you. Uh, they're like, listen. This is, uh, you know, this is actually considered a, a safe part of the neighborhood. Oh. There hasn't been a stabbing in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, here. nice. <laughs> then someone runs up and stabs. Oh! <laughs> yeah, now I had to get a new real estate agent. It was crazy. Yeah, and, yeah. and then you were forced to change the sign, too. No stabbing yeah. in zero minutes. <laughs> yep, I had to flip over the number. Yeah, now I have just the, my real estate agent is the reporter from uh, Starship Troopers. And he's just always like, it's an ugly planet, a bug planet. It's also $475,000. <laughs> you can afford to put 2% down and you will <laughs> and you will be paying $4,000 a month for the rest of your life, your natural born life. Congratulations, homeownership is a real joy. Oh, I have tears in my eyes because of how funny and sad that is. Yeah, no, I'm crying too. It's very cathartic. But let's <laughs> let's, let's not turn this into a therapy session for me, well, even though I mean, clearly, even though clearly, I'm benefiting from it so greatly. Yeah, well, uh, I'm here for you. Make thank fun you so, of your pain. I uh, really appreciate it. Of what course, are friends for? If not exactly. to, if not to laugh at the Schadenfreude of your <laughs> friend's pain, but. Uh, so we're talking today about She-Hulk Attorney at Law Season 1, Episode 1, which is called... A Normal Amount of Rage. A Normal Amount of Rage. Yes, super memorable title. Really laughed about it when I saw it and remembered it the whole time. Yep. <laughs> There's no point where you forgot this title. No, I no. never did. You know, don't it was... believe people if they tell you that, because that's just wrong. I mean, folks, every day he was reminding me on Discord. Didn't you love um, the first episode, A Normal Amount of Rage? And I was like, we're going to talk about it. A Normal Amount of Rage. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, this is our series first impressions. You know, obviously, we haven't seen the whole series yet, so we can't give you a, a grade or a breakdown or, or, or a review on the whole darn thing. But uh, we can give you our, you know, our hot, fresh takes on yep. the pilot episode. Yeah, I need you to do something first, though, Forrest. What's up? Come on. Oh, of course, of course. Why do I keep forgetting about this? I could have forgotten, and we could have been attacked in our sleep. But exactly. Uh, no, let's. Uh, of course, let us start up the uh, the spoiler, which must be invoked, and yep. uh, we Thank must you. also have uh, the spoiler, which is music. So let's start that up. All right, fantastic. Better. Uh, spoilers, spoilers, double broilers, secrets burn, and cauldrons bubble. The spoiler which has officially been invoked, and by the rites and passages handed down from our ancestors, we are now safe from the spoiler which is wrath. Phew! Yeah, 
the weight is off my shoulders. Truly, yeah. So uh, the spoiler witch will not come and get you, but if you want, do not want spoilers for She-Hulk, do not listen to this episode, because we're going to be spoiling the whole first episode. So be, you've been warned, and the spoiler witch has been invoked. So I think we're we've done our due diligence. Yep, I feel better. Good, I mean, good, I'll, good. I mean, I'll still probably say spoiler, spoilers anyway, just because of habit. But you know, um, it's like uh, doing a rosary or something like that. You know, <laughs> just, just spoiler, spoilers, spoilers. Of course, spoilers, of course, spoilers. yes. Spoilers, spoilers, and if you yeah. if you are a regular listener to this show, you will know. Uh, last week we gave you our sort of like top level impressions. We didn't want to step on praise, you know on praise uh, episode so we didn't really get into it but we of course had seen it by that time uh because the the day that the prey episode came out the this episode of pop saga came out and indeed the we've already seen episode two of she hulk and we're just going to keep that under wraps uh because it'll be premiering when uh when when this episode comes out right or are they moving the are they moving the date that it's airing around i forget they something is happening to she hulk because of andor no, I think it's on Thursdays because of Andor. Uh, and it was originally going to be on Fridays, was that? No, I think originally normal Marvel Disney Plus show is to be Wednesdays. Ah. So they want like a little one-two punch. Yeah, yeah, which makes a lot more sense. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that they took a look at like when there was the overlap between like obi-wan and moon knight and they're like oh if we move them over here we can probably get a little bit of bump on our numbers yeah numbers between these two days even though it's just like it's andor anyway (laughs) hey a lot of people i know are really stoked about that show they love star wars rogue one everyone who listens to this show knows i'm not a huge rogue one fan uh don't hate it but don't love it and uh so andor is something for me where i'm like well i appreciate that they've they shot it very they practically they shot it practically and they did not take advantage of the volume but it's gonna be real low like it's not gonna it's not it's not gonna sound good no, no, no! You don't understand. They didn't take advantage of the high technology, uh, new Star Wars slash Lion King movie invention. The volume. Well, that's a stupid name. They should just call it like Dome of Fun. Right, John Favreau's Dome of Dome of Fun. <laughs> Remember you, the Mandalorian? Uh, oh, okay, okay. John Favreau's Dome of Fun. Do you remember the Mandalorian? <laughs> I do. Would you prefer, hey, Forrest, you're invited to John Favreau's, huh? Volume. No. No, no. But if really. I'm like, hey, Forrest, you're invited to John Favreau's, huh? Dome of fun, you're going. I'm just saying. Yeah. If I'm getting domed by Don Favreau, <laughs> I'm getting domed from John Favreau, I'm winning at life. All right, everyone, have a week. Where's the, <laughs> where's the outro? Hey, thank you for tuning in. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's gonna be one of those shows. All well, right, you're uh, drinking a spicy margarita, so we know yep, we know what's going on with you. Um, you know it. It's giving me spicy opinions over here. It, that it is. You know um, what else has spicy opinions? She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, in a good way. That's um, right. Yeah. Uh, so this, this is, uh, here's the thing, you know, we had already saw it, so I'm not going to call this necessarily a prediction, but -hmm. last episode we did just talk about how short the episode was. Yeah. And that's accurate because of course we had seen it. So of course it would be accurate, but it is, uh, nevertheless accurate. They're going to structure this more like a sitcom. It's going to be little 30 minute chunks. They're telling us beforehand. They're not going to disappoint us with short moon nights. They're saying, hey, let's set your expectation from the jump. And because they're saving so many on minutes, we're getting nine episodes instead of the normal That's eight. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. We're getting an extra episode. They're like shaving minutes off here and there, and we're getting in a whole extra episode because of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be a clip show, which I think would be great if they did. Like, Ooh, just based that would off be of very funny. I would find that very charming, but I have a feeling there's a certain demographic that probably wouldn't. But, uh, yeah. I do not think credits would be very kind to that, but they were never very kind to clip shows, even when they were the Duragur. What you said. Duragars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, so... Um, yeah. Uh, first Ice. episode, a normal amount of rage. The uh, synopsis that is on IMDb is Jen Walters' world is turned upside down after a freak accident leaves her with superpowers. Yeah, that's pretty concise. Uh, we open on her giving uh, Jennifer Walters in her office, giving a, a practice speech of her closing arguments. And uh, we get a little fourth wall breaking right here in the uh, the intro because this is you know this is she's already She Hulk at this moment but but we don't know it yet and uh, when the beans are spilled she talks to the camera and says hey we're going back we're gonna find out what happened yeah I thought this was a you know a nice change of pace than kind of giving us, you know, like six or eight episodes of an origin, you know, sort of. Just right? to kind of just kind of it's condense very it. efficient. Yeah. Like it 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 follows that sitcom kind of trope where like, okay, here's how Genie met, you know home dude. I couldn't remember his name for some reason. I used to watch the <laughs> show all the time. Yeah. Like, some JR. Astronaut. Yeah. JR, I think. Uh yeah. Dude from Dallas, or yeah, 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 yeah. Met, met him. That's who shot Jr. Yeah, it was Jeannie. Don't blame her. Yeah, don't blame her. Yeah. But yeah, just like a real concise episode to get us in the origin. And for me, being the you know mega She Hulk fan that I am, was great seeing her break the fourth wall. Um, yeah, that's from the comics. If you're wondering why they're doing that in the show, it's a direct reference to the comics. So calm down. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot where I'm just like, yeah, bro, she's been doing this since 1980, or yeah. you know, like 1989 was when like uh, John Byrne's like sensational She-Hulk run happened, and you know, I think it was like 60 issues, and that was like satirical takes on comic books. She knew she was in a comic book. She knew she was a comic book character, 
so some pretty far out stuff there. So it's just nice to even have that one touch of her just talking to us like you get in a lot of shows where someone yeah, breaks it, the fourth wall. Right. I grew up with Saved by the Bell. That was a, po- a power that Zach had that he uh, would exercise at, at many points in the episode, directly uh, talking directly to you. Makes you feel like you're part of the show. It's mm-hmm. a it's a fun trope. And uh, I am glad that they're doing it in here. Although I do fear that there is more to it than just her breaking the fourth wall. Well, yeah, I think that I think it'll depend if people notice she's doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that I think it'll be part of it because, you know, like there's a part a little further along where Bruce hears her even though she's talking to us yeah and so, it seems that she is also a little taken aback like she kind of does a double take because before she becomes she hulk she does not do this as far as we know we spend very little time with jennifer walters as just jennifer walters uh i guess all we get is her in the car with bruce because, of course, if you don't know the comics, they are cousins. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're driving along in their Ford Escape, it looks like, from the, you know, the, the, the mid-2000s. And uh, they uh, come upon a Sakaar spacecraft. Uh, I did not recognize it as such at first, even though they do call it out uh, shortly there afterwards. Yeah, uh, I mean, it looks like... Um... Uh, the uh, oh my god why am i blanking on jeff goldblum's character not he's not the collector he's the other one no yeah he is yeah. the uh, so, so oh there's god. there's so many things going through my head now that like what he, is his name he, the, oh this the, is so humiliating we're oh what's that i'm gonna have to take your nerd card why is the CEO of WB taking people's nerd cards away? <laughs> Shut up. Just give it to me, nerd. Ah, what the hell? He just slapped me. Okay, well, I just got my nerd card taken away by the CEO Well, well it's okay, because I'm getting it back. He was the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. How can we forget that great, memorable name? It's totally memorable. It's the most original name that I've heard today. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but you're you're saying it, it looked like his his uh, it looked, his color scheme. No, it that's the I think that was the part where it made you go like, eh? his and Thor Ragnarok was super colorful. This one had more muted yeah. gold and other turn. Like, there's a lot of green in this, and I think maybe the green was used smartly for certain reasons, but um, right, they're trying it, to kind of they had to make it stand out from the background. Yeah, so it, it itself was there, but yeah, I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I don't know, is this Moon Knight's copter? What is this? Uh, yeah, I was like, this looks like Wish.com Cylons showed up. Yeah, but they are like, it's a Sakari jam, and I was like, oh, okay. Or it okay. looks like one of the vehicles from Mask. Hey, that'd be pretty badass if we're finally yeah. getting this Mask MCU. They must be reading my slash fiction then. <laughs> yeah, it, it it turns into uh, one of those bicycles with the big wheel in the front and the little wheel in the back. A penny farthing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it turns into a penny farthing, yeah, that's from Mask, the classic <laughs> Mask vehicle. Mask Crusaders riding on their bikes over time. 
<laughs> Penny farthings tipping over here and there. Um, <laughs> they always seem very, uh, yeah. very uh, precarious. Yeah, like if you weren't I, wearing a helmet, that was it for you when you fell off a penny farthing. Do you think that's over? Do you think that was an answer to regular bikes where someone was just like, I need the, they didn't have it back then, but like, I need the SUV of bikes. Right. So I like, get this real top heavy. Listen, crazy. people have bicycles all over the place, but guess what? They have two of the same size wheels. Well, boring. There you go. <laughs> boring. <laughs> What if you had a wheel so big if you fell off into a certain doom? <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, you're now talking my language. That's it. You're talking my language. What's it called? Uh, penny farthing. Yes. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, he, his ideas were good, but his copywriting skills leave a little something to be desired. Yeah, he definitely needed a Mortimer. Yeah, he definitely did. Uh, we get right in the, the opening moments, though, before we cut to the her in the car with Bruce, we get a little Savage She-Hulk reference, referencing her first comic debut back in 1980, uh, the Savage She-Hulk, and, um, but, uh, they, uh, the, this, uh, spaceship causes them to, to careen off the road, and they, they, uh, tumble quite a bit in slow motion and then we get a lot of great uh you know jennifer walters just being her own strong self pulling that door off congratulations to her just to you know that's that's her without the hulk powers but she does get a nasty cut Mm -hmm. and then we get a lot of fun adr about bruce being like oh no my blood watch out (laughs) (laughs) you can't get the blood near you it's blood it's crazy watch out blood oh blood no and then, of course, yeah, she does transform. Uh, I did, just to circle back real quick, sure. I did enjoy the fact that Bruce was carrying, was had on his uh, Shang- Shang-Chi uh, plot In- hole device. Well, I mean, it was, right, the last time we were left with Bruce, he was the Hulk with the busted arm. Then when you, if you watched Shang-Chi, at the end, you see... Bruce in human form wearing that inhibitor yeah. um, with his arm still like, busted. Yeah, and everyone was like, why? Wait a minute. I thought he said he was like permanently the Hulk and Bruce, and then he's back to Bruce. and he, But he does, you know, to credit to Kevin Fahey and the Marvel wizards over there, he is wearing the thing. He's wearing it in, the, in Shang-Chi. They don't explain it. And everyone caused a big fuss because apparently everyone's – tired of marvel movies but they're also furious about marvel movies when they don't make sense heaven forbid they they must follow continuity they don't fit into my narrow understanding (laughs) how could this be versus like like even his description isn't like i'm permanently the hulk he just said they both found common ground like they're at peace with each other so they could both coexist yeah, it. I never understood understood why that was such a big fucking deal, but it is apparently. And uh, this is gonna don't worry, everyone. This explains it. <laughs> they takes time to to say that oh, this is an inhibitor. It helps me stay, Bruce. Uh, but also, he's like the inhibitor. Oh no, <laughs> my blood. Watch out. I mean, I guess it's better than the comics origin to how uh, his the blood transfusion happened between the two of them. 
they were literally just hanging out and she was shot in a park i think by an angry defendant or something like someone she criminally charged that i'm trying to remember but she's shot and he's like oh and bruce was like instead of taking her to the hospital ran <laughs> her to blood. like ran her to like like his office or whatever and did like a blood transfusion and he was so worried about like what was going to happen and then yeah she turned into she hulk anyway so that yeah. happened so this is similar and you know it's comic books like i mean there's a dude who swings around got the strength of a spider because he's bit by a spider i get bit yeah. by a spider i got a bump you know what i mean eh, if you're lucky right yeah. if you're lucky you know so yeah I mean, I, they didn't need to explain it, and I think that this the the way that she gets the uh, Hulk powers is fine. Like it is a bit convenient, but I the more I think about it, the more I think that it's like the only thing that would have worked. Because surely, if she had to have a blood transfusion in the MCU, Bruce would never willingly give his blood because he would he knows what would happen. He would never willingly like curse her with this transformation that he himself sees as a curse so like you can't have him willingly giving blood i mean granted they I guess they could have done a thing where they were like oh they both have a real rare blood type and oh they're both knocked out from the car crash doctor what do we do oh let's do a blood transfusion because this guy's got more blood uh and he's not <laughs> lost as much blood it's, it's got, yeah she looks like she's lost more blood and he still looks like he's maintained a proper amount of blood that we could give away so, so let's, let's just, just do give that. up some of his blood even though they both been in an accident i don't they know they both I, I, look like family members so why not do <laughs> that oh they they were carrying their cousin cards good 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 uh <laughs> yeah i've so that, fallen but my cousin's in the car with me you know. <laughs> but I can't cousin. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, I this is like the only way that it would have worked, I think. And uh, it is still funny though. And of course, she turns immediately, hulks out, and uh, and class in classic Hulk fashion, wakes up. Uh, uh, you know, not knowing what had happened, and uh, stumbles into a a very a very uh lively roadhouse style bar which man whenever you have like a character who you want to be slightly uncomfortable in a situation these little these roadhouse bars seem to be just all over the place and they're always chalk block filled with pe filled with people who will almost kill you or do something terrible to you but won't yeah. get a chance it's naturally creepy like, there's going to be some creepers there, no matter what yeah. you do. You can't... I mean, look, we saw what Patrick Swayze did at a roadhouse. And he ripped a dude's yeah. throat out, kicked and someone. And he's like... Right, he's like walking the streets a free man. And he he literally ripped someone's throat out. Yeah. So, but you the, know... The police are just like, well, roadhouse rules. You know, and look, I've been to the Texas Roadhouse, which is a uh, chain of restaurants. <laughs> And I don't I've, think that's the same thing. Yeah, well, I don't know. There was just violent people throwing peanut shells all over the ground. Oh, and no. and they were just like they're like this is where they go on the ground. And I was like, "Ooh." And then they gave me beans that gave me like painful gas. Oh and no, are you it, suing them? <laughs> cuz cuz it's been 4 years of stomach churning and farts that <laughs> keep you awake. At night. No, unfortunately this happened 
way later in the statues of Lima fartations happened. So oh, I, no. I can't, unfortunately, <laughs> it is only five years. So I'm actually really happy that dude's going after the ma'am sandwich people because they deserve to be dealt with. I'm still dealing with the bowel shaking. Um, the gut churning uh, pain of this, this Texas roadhouse, roadhouse. chili. Yeah, it's just like, why did I, I trusted you, Roadhouse. And um, it still gets me, but I will persevere. But it's a dangerous place, so this is not a place you'd want to wake up not realizing you're there. It is handy, though, every time that people are just like, oh, there is a place where people are. It is also a roadside bar. (laughs) I mean, you know, you'd really hope it was just like a Chili's or something. Something that you'd really know. Not just like some weird roadside sports bar. If it was an Applebee's, though, if like there was an Applebee's and a roadside sports bar right next to each other, I'd probably choose the roadside sports bar. (laughs) Or sorry, the road, uh, the roadhouse. Over the Applebee's. Mm. Uh, I feel like I would run into Wonton less... tacos. <laughs> yeah, there's less life-threatening things in the roadhouse <laughs> than uh, in Applebee's. Riblets or untold whores? Untold got, whores. I've had riblets. I, I got a regular burger at Applebee's not too long ago, and it had so much grease inside like yeah, it didn't have bacon or anything on it, and I'm just like, oh. where is this coming from? There was like a volume of grease that was twice as much as the actual beef in the burger. I, I was like, do you fry this in oil? Don't do that. That sounds like the you know the the Applebee's creed. It was the bottom bun was soaked in grease. It was Ooh, the flavor. most disgusting thing. And they're like, pay on this this kiosk. It's got a bunch of slow-ass games that are bad. That are also <laughs> weirdly licensed. There's a game that was like, it looks like it plays like Spy Hunter. But it's like licensed from for Transformers Bumblebee. But he doesn't ever transform, he's just the car. Oh, that sounds like that's totally against their uh, whole transform thing. Yeah, man, Applebee's. Mm. Well, you can still pay in the kiosk, though. That's fun. One less interaction with another human being. That's what I'm out there for. But anyway, we're not talking about Applebee's. I mean, apparently we are talking about Applebee's. But uh, uh, yeah, she goes in and to use the bathroom, of course, and you have to clean up because she's all dirty from all her hulking. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a very funny scene. I found this show in general to be quite funny. The jokes really did work for me. And uh, this one is... is uh, is good stuff, uh, especially when she's like, "Yeah, I don't need, to, I don't need a makeover or makeup. I just need <laughs> cleaned up." You're like, "Yeah, you do." <laughs> yep. I mean, I don't know what goes on inside a, a women's restroom, so I'm sure that's a that's pretty standard. But they yeah. they hooked her up. Got her. It co- seems very sitcom. Which, honestly, you know that. I'm kind of happy that that's where Marvel landed on most of their show decisions, you know, like in terms of just kind of picking a genre and going with it. And if anyone deserves like a sitcom sitcom, not like a a faux sitcom that's really the Twilight Zone, like, uh, you know, WandaVision or whatever. Sure, yeah. Is is She-Hulk. Like, this is the type of character to do that and to make it like a lawyer show. I'm for it. 
truly. Yeah. And Tatiana yeah. Mislani is doing a bang up job. Truly, yeah. uh, hats off to you. You are, of course, you have you know you have proved your bona fides in Orphan Black, a show that everyone loves that I've never seen an episode. Ditto. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, but uh, and so you you truly have to prove nothing. But uh, man, what great casting! Truly, uh, for this character, she nails it, hits it out of the park, instantly believable as Jennifer Walters, and instantly charismatic and uh and uh a delight yeah no i much like you never watched orphan black but she's just killing it seems like a real strong cast so far even with what we've gotten um gotten to see in this episode actually not too much when you really think about it i mean it is the thing you can say about this episode and you touched on it earlier a little bit but like they don't spend the normal time you know uh like taking the entire nine episodes to give uh, Miss Marvel her a full outfit. You know what I mean? Like She-Hulk is She-Hulk in the first scene. She turns into She-Hulk shortly after. And every bit more of this episode is equally compressed. Uh, uh, but it works. I never, like it feels, it definitely is rushed. Mostly because I think it is so fun that I would like more. But uh it's never it never feels like it is skipping stuff that you uh are missing you feel like just like a sitcom you feel like you get the beats and uh you're left with something that is satisfying uh, in its conclusion and uh this this whole sequence is no exception i mean she like she gets made over. She goes outside to wait for her uh, to be picked up by Bruce. Um, a bunch of uh, jags start uh, harassing her, and she gets mad. And then Bruce sort of uh, knocks her out right before she is able to Hulk out. I assume that's what happened. Yeah, I think he's like speared, like tackler. Yeah, she <laughs> got the spear. Yeah, another lazy wrestling move. <laughs> Uh, that's another one but that seems like you gotta bend over pretty good so that's true you do have to give a little bit more effort for the spear okay like so the spear's like an, halfway in the middle it's yeah, like, like it's need, not a, a hunai kanrana no or no or you know like spanish fly or it's like not a senton bomb yeah none of those uh but it's also it's not a leg drop definitely not oh a spear is a, you need an ab for a spear yeah, and it's I, not the hip hop hip toss. Nope. Uh, five the, knuckle uh, shuffle. The, the the hip hop hip toss something I made up for a character. <laughs> it sounds good to me. I mean, it's just a hip toss in and... WrestleMania 2000 as a finishing move, and it never worked because it doesn't do enough damage to actually finish someone. They would always get up after it. It's very a terrible finishing move. Uh, but you know, come back and listen to my podcast about my WrestleMania 2000 characters. Oh, we should do that one day. I'll sit and I, I could, I could spin a yarn about that for a good five hours. And then I made this asshole named Aquaman that was unbeatable. I have an N64. I have WrestleMania 2000. One of them doesn't work. <laughs> oh, hopefully the I don't know which one. Hopefully the memory on the cartridge still works and you can always get another N64. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, but but we're not we, talking uh, about N64. We're talking about you, how yeah. Bruce picked up S.H.I.E.L.D. 
one could be one wouldn't be blamed for thinking this episode is really about wrestling. <laughs> the amount of times we've talked about wrestling in this episode, but uh, it, it, it most certainly is not. We actually get to see something that was referenced in Endgame. Uh, we get to see the Gamma Lab and mm-hmm. the the complex surrounding it. Uh, in Mexico, this is where Bruce spent the blip and where he brings uh, Jennifer uh, to start her Hulk training. This is this is honestly super rad. Uh, I would have actually liked this to be an entire movie. I would have liked them to do this first episode as an entire movie, as a sequel, like as a Hulk standalone and a sequel to Endgame, uh, and then do the series afterwards because... We get, again, like I said before, we get so much, like, Hulk backstory and, like, clarification of his life and story outside of his uh, Avengers appearance while it introduces this brand new Hulk, which is equally, if not more so, uh, awesome. Uh, it would have been a great sort of sequel and a continuation to the to this, to, like, the character, but that being said, I don't like this is fine too. This I don't mind this. I'm not saying it's bad, but I would have taken an entire movie of this. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like I mean, I feel like this is definitely setting us up hopefully for I know like a Hulk another Hulk movie because why not? I don't I think like the Sakarian thing if that's not really answered, it's just kind of there, then I imagine we that might would get be some weird. more yeah, I think we might get some more with that, or maybe it's a side thing. But, you know, in terms of just kind of keeping it these really, like, time-boxed moments, and you were just going to speed through this anyway, like, I'm I'm happy with the, the montage. You know what I mean? Like, this training montage, even with the talking in between and stuff like that. It's just like, this, this, this is good enough for me. Yeah. Um, and we get a lot of interesting backstory about like the greater Marvel universe, not just about the re- their relationship. Obviously, the relationship between these two cousins. And Mark Ruffalo and Tatiana Maslany have this amazing chemistry that immediately m- makes you buy them as family members. They interact like people who have that sort of familial closeness and are able to sort of fuck around and and uh, and joke with them in a way that if they were friends might be cruel, but because they're family, it, it has sort of a charm to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I never questioned it. And they did. They seem to be really good about pairing people off for the most part. So yeah, it felt yeah, like I a good standard, true. but you know, in this instance, it was just like, yeah, I, I buy both relationships and uh, you know, it was nice to see that Tony in a way took care of Bruce during yeah, that, that time. was cool. Like, yeah. you never really got... You know, they were definitely, I think, in the first movie, I think they had a camaraderie that seemed to be uh, betrayed by Tony. And then they never really got the chance to reconnect, even though they were obviously, like, they bonded because they were both geniuses in different fields. Um, And I do... Even though we didn't get to see it enough, I do like this sort of wrinkle in their story i like the fact that tony bought uh bruce this complex and he joked about taking it over and like there is a there is a 
sort of subtle undercurrent of sadness that runs through this the, every story that he tells about uh, Tony slash Iron Man that uh, I thought was really effective. Of course, that's what you get, right? For Because you've got Mark Ruffalo, movie actor extraordinaire, in your TV show. Like, you get that gravitas. You get that experience. You get that... I mean, he's literally a, a veteran of the MCU. And we have that history with them that's been so well established that if you paid attention or, you know, you've been watching from the beginning, you kind of understand it. So, like, you get these deep cuts that maybe would have been lost if this was your first foray, right? Like, you get to see one of the Ultron drone helmets is just kind of chilling in this place. Or even his, uh, you know, World War Hulk helm from Thor Ragnarok was sitting there. And yeah. Just, like, these little nice you know, touch pieces, because again, like, you know, they're both men of science and it was really kind of cool to see this all stitched together. And it, and it was definitely decadently Tony tech, like in yeah. terms of like the, the panels and everything. It's like, you've seen this stuff represented in other movies. So, you know, yeah, it did definitely no feel it. consistent with that, which was cool. Um, but I do like the fact that it turns out that, you know, they, they are doing all this work so that uh, because Bruce believes that uh, Jennifer needs to be able to control this this monster that she has inside of her. But it turns out once, you know, she is put under duress, when she's trapped in a room and, and faced with death by chains or death by circular saws, uh, she actually has full control over her Hulk self. Something that took uh, Mark Ruffalo... Uh, and the Hulk years to achieve. Uh, Jennifer Walters has, you know, in her second transformation. Yeah, that's always been one of the defining differences between She-Hulk and the Hulk is that while her comic started with Savage She-Hulk and they tried to run that treat, it eventually became like, no, she is pretty, pretty in control. Like, Unlike where Hulk and Bruce Banner are two separate people, you know, that like kind of swap usually between bodies in one way or the other, uh, Jen Walters and She-Hulk are one and the same. They're, they are no different. Just one is gamma radiated and the other one isn't. Or yeah. the other one doesn't look like they're gamma radiated, you know, but if you're the put a, a radiation meter, I'm pretty sure she'd be... <laughs> You know? Yeah. So surely, yeah. Don't stand next to any Hulk for any extended period of time. Yep. They've got that gamma all up in their business. Yeah, stank. Um, yeah, better gamma watch. Stank. Yeah, the gamma stank. They've got that gamma stank. Uh, but uh, yeah, we get a fun sequence about the you know Bruce talks about how he's like he feels jealous, uh, and uh, from that, like you said, we get a very cool training montage. Um that is sort of interspersed with some new sort of lore about hulks. We get, uh, we get the, the fact that they, since they metabolize stuff super fast, much like the flash, uh, the aforementioned flash, uh, it's all buzz, no barf yet. They get a hangover. So what's that about John? Yeah. I think that doesn't, uh, that, doesn't, that, that doesn't... didn't track for me. Yeah. And I'd imagine if you were drinking as, like 
your normal self, then you started drinking as your Hulk self, whatever you were drinking before, the metabolism, you would have burnt that off too. So you Right, it just would burn it off, right? Yeah, you shouldn't get hangovers, but I think, you know, sometimes you got to push the plot along, and I guess that's what they needed. Yeah, I don't know. That part is like the only part of the episode that kind of bumped me because he makes a big point to say, hey, no, uh, all buzz, no barf. But like, who, like, if you, who cares? Like, barfing is bad, but the hangover is the worst part. Yeah, and so if what, you're still getting that, then forget it. Yeah, like, and it, like, if you're drinking as much as a Hulk can drink and then you revert to your human form, shouldn't you just wake up a skeleton? Like, did I mean, you just I be a, a Hulk? Or the uh, husk, husk, I should say? <laughs> incredible <Exactly>. husk. <laughs> what an incredible husk, this guy. You should, be, you should be the guy who chose poorly from uh, The Last Crusade. You should yeah. just, like... You were the soonest you turned into Jennifer Walters. You should just she should have just like shriveled into a mummy. Yeah, uh, nothing like the sorceress and masters of the universe. Yeah, or just immediately just like a gin blossom pops up on your nose or something. Uh, but I do like gin. Well, I do mm. like gin, and I do like the gin blossoms. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I literally can't remember a single one of their songs, but um. Uh, but, so that part was kind of weird, but we do find out that, like, this was another thing that Bruce and Tony built together, and this seems like, wow, this, these, these two must be best friends, uh, because they built, like, a fun sort of beach cabana-style bar, and, uh, don't you love those, John? Oh, yeah, yeah, if I could, uh, cry myself into a home, you better believe that would be in the back of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like... A little, like, bamboo and palm fronds little bar. Well, how fun is that? I mean, look, I went to Trader Vic's this weekend. And oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. I got, <laughs> yeah. I, and I spent $300 for two cocktails and an appetizer. That sounds about right. Well, I mean, we went. It was just there, like, oh, it's only bar bites right now because we went during the day. I was just like. Oh, well, what do you have as your bar bites? It's like, uh, fried rice. That's a bar fried bite? Rice. Yeah, who is eating fried rice at the bar? So Can anyway, you think of a more awkward thing to eat at a bar than fried rice? Yeah, just picture holding your bowl of fried rice while trying to drink your Mai Tai. You know, that Trader Vic's is supposed to be the home of the Mai Tai. Mm. And, um, and, you know, somehow they you know sprinkle 151 on it, even though Bacardi 151's been uh you know discontinued so i don't know this is a sus 151 <laughs> we've got all of them we bought them all someday we'll run out and oh boy i wouldn't want to be around a trader mix when that happens yeah there'll be a fight but you know i was surrounded by tiki goodness and i felt like oh this is nice this is exactly a type of bar i'd like to have near my house or yeah, property tiki bars are just fun they yeah. just make you. They just put a smile on your face, you mm -hmm. know. The, all the fun, like fruity tropical flavors, and and the aesthetic is just like a good time. Uh, and so, of course, yeah, if, you know, if you're if you got a cool gamma lab down in Mexico, you build your and you're it's on the beach as well. Yeah, heck yeah, easy. you build yourself a cool uh, bar. But then, like, they went the extra step to carve their names into the wood of the bar, which is just the goddamn cutest thing I've ever goddamn seen. 
uh, sorry for taking the Lord's name in vain. I was waiting to see if you're. I know he's listening. I know yeah. he's listening. Sorry, sorry, uh, the big man upstairs. Um, but uh, it's just the cutest thing ever. I love that it was like uh, you know Tony Stark plus uh, BB Bruce Banner. Yeah, no, it just again it keeps adding to that kind of you know it's a sadness really that he's gone, but you know the the world is kind of moving on from not having a Tony Stark around, but he can still be seen or mentioned and i'm sure this will continue at least until phase six and then <laughs> yeah, then he'll maybe give it a freaking rest yeah then it'll be and finally like yeah then robert downey jr will come back as a hologram and then, then we will we won't have to like pine for him anymore i mean look if he doesn't show up as a uh, as a hologram in ironheart because that's got to be the easiest money you could ever make. Like, at least once. Come on. Come on. I mean, even in the comics, there's a point where it's like his consciousness is downloaded into a, a uh, you know, like into a suit. Yeah. And it produces there's a precedence for it. Yeah. yeah just... It's blue Tony Stark. There's a bunch of issues with blue transparent Tony Stark. A bunch. Just give me one. Just give me one. But after that, we can lay off this. I'm okay. I get it. He, he, he snapped. It is, he... it is sad. I was real sad when it happened in the movie. Oh, and yeah. then Spider-Man was sad about it. And then Hulk is sad about it. Everyone's sad about Iron Man. I'd like to stop being sad about Iron Man, please. Yeah, I'd like to give it, a, give it a rest. Let's, 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 let me be sad about new things exciting things just real quick though Mm. i'm not going to show this to you because i know your stance on spoilers but i did see some i did see some iron heart in black panther stuff Uh, that got spoiled to me so i'm so mad this is why i've seen it yeah because um you know, we people here listening to the show might know that I have a hot toy habit. You got a toy collection that would rival the hot toy warehouse at this point, I think. Yeah, and uh, you're not supposed to post spoilers and things. You're just supposed to post, like, the toys. But someone was just like, hey, check this out. I hope we get it. And it was right there, and, and my brain... Did the you know did the mental calculus it needed to figure out exactly who it was because I don't I didn't read the synopsis but I saw everything I was like oh that's who that is God <laughs> so mad so mad um, I I I will say this I do like how decadently chunky it is that's all that's how I'll leave it there you go yeah I like the fact that it looks homemade uh, but I think I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'll wait to see it to get to, in the actual movie to get past final judgment. Uh, but I was a bit disappointed, to be totally honest. Um, and uh, I wish her the best of luck in the Apex Legends games. <laughs> she <laughs> surely be in. Agreed. Because it does have that vibe to it in its current form, anyway. Um. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Uh. Sorry to 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 let it lead us down this uh primrose and also spoiler laden path. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that that moment was really nice. I I like that they're carrying that through line uh, through, and uh, we do get introduced to sort of a running joke through the, th- the episode, and that's Jennifer Walters' theory, and she kind of speaks. There's a lot in this episode that is sort of speaking in the voice of the fans. Uh, you know, the Bruce Banner calls himself Smart Hulk for the first time. And that's not something that was ever in a movie before, but that's what, you know, we as the fans dubbed uh, that version of the Hulk. And uh, and I suppose it was it was in the comics as well, to a certain extent. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But... It's the first time it's going to be in the MCU, and it definitely there was a lot of those moments in the in the show that definitely felt like they were talking directly to the audience and like addressing audience theories, and and this is definitely one of them. Uh, Jennifer Walters has a theory because of uh, the history of Steve Rogers, aka the uh, the first person to wield the title Captain America. Um, he uh, because of his like his busy schedule. And him being frozen in ice that he is in fact never uh, had sexual intercourse before. And she has a pretty compelling case to lay it out. But it is not resolved uh, in this scene. We get this sort of uh, insinuation and that's uh, uh, left on the table. Yeah, I mean, if you know the guy, then I would probably be uncomfortable wanting to talk about it for sure. So I I like how this was just kind of left a little ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah, at least for now. For now, yeah. Um, but we get a, uh, you know, I I thought the the actual like uh training montage with her and Bruce was just fantastic. Um, sort of them having these these kind of juvenile, um, for the lack of a better term, dick measuring contests <laughs> where they're, uh, you know, uh, they're just testing their strength against each other and being sort of very sensitive about it. And uh, uh, I really enjoyed. I, I enjoyed all the stuff. I thought it was really well done. Well done. Yeah, it was nice to kind of see, you know, how Bruce had the kind of grip with who he is, and kind of understanding, you know, the depth and strength and everything that kind of co- the responsibility that comes with him being the Hulk, even now with having like the realization he still has to kind of figure out how to remain calm and stuff like that. Versus. You know, Jen Walters, who has a kind of different take on it altogether and is really kind of at home with her, you know, the physicality of being a Hulk. Um, yeah, she does not seem to uh, struggle with it quite how he does. With a, There's a great scene where they're trying to balance, uh, you know, on their arms in a very acrobatic way. And she's able to do it uh, with a plum, and he struggles with it. There's definitely like that kind of realization that you are the old thing, and the new thing has come along, and it is like you know it is superior to you in several ways. Uh, you know when they're throwing rocks, and the Hulk throws his into the stratosphere. Oh, he killed something. Something got wrecked. I saw on Reddit. I saw this gif that said it's all connected. And it was uh, that start of that that scene where the Hulk throws that rock into the stratosphere, mm-hmm. and then somebody cut in the part from uh, uh, I think Spider Man One, where the Green Goblin blows up part of Aunt May's <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> and 
So they just have the rock, and it seems like the rock just flew into Aunt May's house and blew it up. Well done to whoever did that on Reddit. Very, very funny. But uh, yeah, I thought this 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 training uh, montage was fantastic, and I think when Jennifer Walters eventually decides to to leave because she's got a case to to prosecute, I thought. The, their sort of sibling fight together was really interesting. I uh, I really loved how we get the first, you know, since 2008, the first uh, or the the, mm-hmm. the <laughs> next uh, sonic clap, uh, uh, you know, shockwave clap on um, uh, in an Incredible Hulk property. You better believe. If I had Incredible Hulk or Superman or the maybe even the thing, hopefully things strong enough, like power, uh, you better believe I'd be clapping left and right because it is one of my favorite super moves to watch them do. Just a yeah. boom and either extinguishing fire or just knocking someone on their ass with like a sonic boom death clap. And just to see her just do it like this applause and just peppering him with these, you know, these powerful collapse was pretty awesome it was a great way to show sort of like you have raw strength on one end and then you have like tons of strength and cleverness on the other and like how these two sort of power sets uh adapt to doing the same thing i thought it was really clever and i really liked her like she uses like she can't clap as strong as him but she can clap as much like she can clap a bunch and it will like blow his eardrums out i thought that was really uh, a fun, clever way to do sort of a power comparison. Oh, yeah. Well, I've always said, well, so She-Hulk, you know, in the comics isn't normally as strong as the Hulk, but her strength has always been like, I mean, she's strong, but her strength has always been proportional to how strong Jennifer Walters is. So that was one of my favorite realizations of the comics where they're like, you know, if you worked out as Jen Walt, because she would work out as She-Hulk. And everything maintained the status quo. And they're like, no, you got to work out as Jen Walters. And if you get stronger there, you'll get stronger in your She-Hulk form. So when she is fighting like the most powerful dude in the universe, like this unbeaten warrior, she went and hit the gym for a few weeks, got stronger, and was just able to knock his ass out. (laughs) That's fun. It's fun they don't tie it to anger like they do the Hulk. Uh... But uh, I, I really liked. I really enjoyed their fight. It was just. It's just fun to see two Hulks like wreck shop. Like I. I don't think I knew, realized how much I missed that until I saw that part of the the show. Well, I mean, isn't it always sad when you watch Superman in the movies fight like Lex Luthor? Because you're like, oh, like because you just want him to start decking. When you got yeah. two super strong beings being able to hit the ever living bejeebas out of each other then that's what you want and you want that wanton destruction because it gives you a sense of how powerful they are and even though that they're roughhousing at this instance you know just watching it go down is awesome because we're, we're we're discovering that you know bruce is like in hulk form and he can't really change at will where jen can change at will and you know she kind of gives the impetus of why you know like there's like you your anger you know being under duress and she kind of goes into that she's like i'm 
you know, like I, I can't speak for this point of view, but I've heard it spoken to multiple times. She's always angry because, you know, of all the things, the, all the bullshit that, you know, unfortunately women put up with in this world. Right. So, yeah. That's her, like, because he's saying he, she needs to avoid instances of, uh, you know, stress and fear. And she's like, that's like the, my default. That's what I live in all the time. And uh, that was a very uh, funny, uh, sad, sad but true, but also funny line uh, in the episode. Uh, but a fantastic sibling fight. And of course, they fight it out. And uh, <laughs> when they were tumbling around and they fell through Bruce's bar and like the sign fell down. I kid you not, I was sitting watching it and I said, oh no, his bar! <laughs> Out loud. Because I was so emotionally impacted by like the story and the carving. Like the fact that they ruined it really was like, no! That <laughs> was, was such a sweet moment. So I exclaimed as I was watching out loud. Uh, and... Uh, them kind of making up and then having to rebuild it was uh, fantastic as well. And that's when we get the first sort of chronologically, the first uh, instance of her talking to the camera. And like you said, she breaks the fourth wall. She talks to the camera. Bruce seems to notice her talking. And then also she kind of like looks back at the camera like, what? And that I was like, okay, maybe this is more than just like a plot device. Perhaps this is like built into the story somehow. I hope not. Like I just I hope do it as just well. like it just should just be awkward for the sake of being awkward. Don't let force it be her it. internal dialogue. Yeah, don't and we make... are where her is subconscious that's listening to her. Uh, don't make this be like oh the gamma is you know giving you some sort of brain disease. <laughs> Please well, don't let that be the case. Yeah, or like. This is her great gazoo, you know? <laughs> it's just this weird little... Hey, dumb dumb. <laughs> you need to go prosecute a case now. Yeah, dumb dumb. Yeah, don't give me that. Let's just have it be like, ugh. Like, I'm hoping the face was, ugh, he's almost caught. Like, or he doesn't realize what this is. Like, I'm willing to go that far. Yeah, or yeah. this is, hey, this is something I do now. And then that they just leave it at that, and it never like gets any other explanation. I would be so I would be totally fine with that. Yeah. Um. So when she does eventually get away from the complex and she goes back, uh, she drives back to uh, New York. No, they're they're in L. They're in L. A. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, her, I mean, she, in her office, she has a picture of the. Griffith Observatory as well. Yeah, this is right. this is this is all West Coast. Okay, good. That yep. further uh, strengthens the case. My case for the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, uh, not doubting that. At some point. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. She so she's uh she drives back to L.A. and she, she gets ready for her uh case, and that's when we get introduced to the uh, quote unquote villain of the episode, uh, Titania is here from the comics she hulk's number one adversary uh not looking like she 
she's much of a match for She-Hulk in the MCU, though. Well, just like uh, all her comic book appearances, yeah, she that's her that's her problem. She always gets beat up by She-Hulk, so she just can't stand it. In the in the latest She-Hulk run, they're actually friends, but oh. what they <laughs> what they do is they have like a, a a fight club type thing where they just meet like in like in a construction site. And fight each other so that way. And Titania just gets beat up every time. <laughs> exactly, every time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was a uh, uh, love, uh, Jamila Jamil. Yep. Uh, but yeah, she was. I I thought she was gonna be more of a part of this episode, and she is in it for what feels like thirty seconds. <laughs> she breaks through a wall, uh, gets her butt kicked, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. And uh, She-Hulk uh, shrinks back down. And, of course, she took her shoes off, so she didn't ruin her shoes. That was a fun moment. And uh, and that's the end of the episode. And then we get uh, a credit sequence that is inspired by courtroom sketches, which is fun. A lot of fun. I thought a really clever way to do it. Yeah. I thought I, so, too. That's actually, I was kind of surprised. I was like, I didn't Matlock. You know, like one of those shows, or like Ally right. McBeal. I wonder, like, why, why not Law and Order do, do this? Because that seems like, and you know what they could have done here, um, NBC. If you're listening, we do take money. Yeah, steal Dick this Wolf, anyway. Listen up. Yeah, take this, but every credit sequence can be sketches from the episode you just watched. Yeah, and guess what? You can underpay those artists. You shouldn't, yep. but you, you probably will. Yeah, oh, you most definitely will. But, cool idea. Uh, and, yeah. I loved it. and then, um, you know. Um, we just want a producer credit. We don't care. We won't do, we don't want any money, but we'll, we'll pay the dues. We'll play, we'll join the producer's guild. We just want a credit on Dick Wolf's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, now. <laughs> Is yeah. that still on? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's never going away. Courtroom drawings. Remember what just happened in this episode you watched just now. Dun dun. (laughs) The and you know, like we talked about last week when we when I played the end credits. uh, You know, we got "Who's That Girl" by Eve. That was awesome, and I totally played that last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't play the whole part. They didn't play the part where it starts talking about uh, guacamole. Yeah, that's but, my favorite. that's my favorite part. Yeah, if you listen to "Who's That Girl" by Eve, eventually it does get into talking about guacamole. Yeah, it's just like peel the avocado, peel the avocado. So yep. dope. Peel the yeah. avocado, guacamole. Who who's that girl? Right. Yeah. It's perfect. Can I tell you a real thing? Shoot. When I first heard that song about the uh, the guacamole song, uh-huh. I thought she was saying, kill the avocado. <laughs> kill the avocado. Kill the avocado. <laughs> and then she's following it up with guacamole. Like, that's what you do with uh, avocado's dead body. It was a lot funnier to me when I thought that was the case. Oh, well, we we need to talk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But we also do probably get, honestly, my most favorite uh, mid-credit scene out of all the Marvel anything. 
Yep, truly, the the episode leaves us. If you stay through the, uh, if you stay through the thing, uh, you get yourself the best after credit scene and the funniest joke of the episode, probably. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of setup for it, but this was so worth it. That yeah, we get I, we get the payoff of yeah. uh, of if Captain America has had sex before has had sexual intercourse we give the, we get the payoff and indeed <laughs> <laughs> in the case of perfectly cut screams we get uh captain america <laughs> <laughs> i love how she's she's like pretending to be drunk yep and then when Bruce finally spills the beans, yes, Steve Rogers did have sex. It was during the ni- it was during 1943 during the SO, uh, USO tour, mm-hmm. and uh, and I actually looked up an article online where somebody pinpointing the <laughs> pinpointed the person who they thought that they were referencing in that moment uh, from the Captain America movie. Um. And it's actually backed up by the credit sequence uh, where Jennifer Walters is pointing to a a, what, a <laughs> conspiracy board yeah. with Captain America in the middle, and then all the the sort of the women in his orbit around it. And there is a blonde woman who is also in uh, Captain America: The First Avenger uh, during the USO tour montage that eagle eye fans think they've figured out <laughs> it's this it's it's funny it's the same actress who played star lord's mom so the Uh-oh. current prevailing theory <laughs> is that cat uh, steve rogers is star lord's like uh bio dad maybe great grandfather or great grandfather yeah okay or just grandfather maybe either way cool uh glad that people put their brain power to that i mean look you get get your joy where it is it's it's a lot less harmful than right right right. i don't want to yuck people's yums yeah yeah that one's okay there there are other ways that you could probably stop doing but that one whatever but i read online that that is a uh that is a fact that came directly from kevin (laughs) foggy read the script and he's like listen you gotta put a captain you gotta put a after credit scene in there people can't think that captain america doesn't fuck that i mean well for our series we can't listen you can't have captain america not boning down yeah, he but needs it, to get his wiener wet you know what i mean <laughs> i mean here's the thing though right i saw yeah. endgame you saw endgame Sure. So you just would assume at that point. Well, yeah. So I mean, he get, w- he went back in time and uh, yeah, <laughs> so back in time and got his. Yeah. So if they didn't need to put this thing in there, which is totally fine, glad you did. Like I said, funniest damn joke. Um, we we know Captain America got him, got him some. Yeah, and you, uh, Chris Evans has tweeted about this, and uh, he is a good sport as always. Uh, about the whole thing which is great it's great that he wasn't like if he had i don't i don't know how inconsolable i would have been if he had tweeted just like no captain america fucks all the time <laughs> like he was super insecure about it 
<laughs> that would have just destroyed me, but he was a good sport. And, good, uh, and uh, you know, whatever. He doesn't deserve a trophy for being uh, having a sense of humor, but still, I, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it just it just adds to the mystique. But that was the episode. Indeed, that was the episode. Uh, and it was damn good. I am, uh, you know, obvious, uh, as always, we're going to wait till the end of the series to really give it a final grade. But if this e- first episode is any indication, I can't wait because guess what? We already know Daredevil is coming up. Uh, That's it. That's it. Don't know when he's going to show up, but we'll take it. But the and- thing is, this show could have no more cameos that I know, and it wouldn't matter because Jennifer Walters and She-Hulk are, like, really fun, good characters. Uh, I'm already more invested in this series than I have been, you know, in in a while. You know, I, I really loved Moon Knight, but... Uh, it, the She-Hulk's just so charming. I just uh, immediately I was like, oh, maybe they put out two episodes? No. Yeah, I kind of wish they would have done that too, but makes sense. I don't mind waiting. It makes yeah. it gives me something to look forward to in life. Yeah, exactly. Look, this is our appointment television. We're getting nine episodes this time. Then the usual, I was in, incorrect. It was six. So we're saving so many minutes. Yeah, we're that's getting, right. We get we're just getting so much more. Yeah, I can't so, wait. So I'll take the I'll take the slow burn, especially the kind of see what they're setting up and everything else. So yeah, I'm totally. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed what I watched. I don't. I mean, I know it happens. I can't stand people who review bomb things uh, for no reason, and this show seems to be suffering from that. Oh, but, what are you doing out there? Yeah, what just, are you doing? Just stop. Do you it. think a lot of people are going and seeing like what, like the user, like granted, the user reviews are a good metric to to compare against critic reviews. Granted, but don't fucking do that. Don't you have something better to do out there? I mean, don't can't you have you... something? You got a Friday night to fill up with maybe just hanging out and talking about stuff you like, instead of like reviewing review bombing a show that. I'm just going to say it. I don't think you watched. Yeah. You need it. But you know what I say? Get off your high horse mm-hmm. and tune into episode two. Hopefully it's just as fun and delightful as this first episode. And hopefully you get more information about Ca- about Captain America's wet, wet <laughs> wiener. <laughs> So anyway, there you go. That's the episode. Uh, we both liked it. And uh, I hope uh, you liked this episode. Um, How could you not? But, well, <laughs> I think it's a banger. Uh, but it's a bop, as they say, as the kids say. Uh, it's fire. Uh, it's lit. It's, uh, it's lit. What are the kids What are the kids say? Uh, it's um. It's tilted. Um, it, it'll make you do the nay nay. I think the yes, kids still do that dance. Of course, yeah, and or the whip. 
Yep. And um, he'll definitely ghostwrite it. He'll ghostwrite it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, don't do that, though. Don't put your car driving and step out of your vehicle. Uh, it's a big hunk of metal. It's a real dangerous thing. It's a privilege to drive it. Don't do it. Don't do it out there. Pop Saga does not endorse ghostwriting your whip. Um, but uh, that'll do it for us this week. So, take it away, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> take it away. Take it away, incredible bulk. A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, Incredible Bulk. Remember, folks, don't you take any ideas that you heard from the Pop Saga boys. We're very litigious. We got the greatest lawyers around. We've got the Matt Burdocks. We've got the <laughs> Jessica Waters. We've got the uh, Ally McBagels. <laughs> and we'll sue you. Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you're coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you're riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> You want the hype, I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go!